Welcome back, Panther fans. I'm David Brown. We're here with uh, Ryan Graham. Hey, y'all. Tim Thurber. Hello. And this is State of Atlanta. Welcome back, guys. Hey, hey. Cheers. That was a clean one right there. Been yeah, I think we all got a right there, right there at the same time. It's a good one. How was y'all's uh, weekend? We didn't have any games uh, happening, but how was your weekend otherwise? Pretty good. I mean, First pretty sad about football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With the, did you guys watch the game last night? Did I oh. watched HBO on my big screen and had the game on on um, on one of my computer screens and just sort of kept a side eye on it. So I think last night was another uh, example of we don't need to expand the playoffs. We just need to find who's going to be the ne- next punching bag for Alabama each year. I- well, I saw an article that basically said this is like Alabama's complete and utter dominance is a reason to expand the the um, playoffs because it's like, well, like we're just going to watch like three games of Alabama just destroying whoever they throw, you know, you throw up against them. At least you put some other people in there. You give them a shot. <laughs> well, you just give like Alabama like a three round bye to the championship and let everybody else duke it out to find out who's actually going to play them. Yeah, well, I don't know how serious the article was anyway, because the other option was the NCAA just buys out Nick Saban's contract and tells him to retire. I did not read that, but I saw some people talking about <laughs> an article about that. Uh, yeah, just <laughs> how awesome <laughs> that. You're so good at your job that everyone else pays you to not do it. Just, so they have a just get out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they can do the same thing we can get a, a TV show of just Belichick and Saban talking about what everybody did wrong every week in the college and NFL games. Yeah. I'd, I'd watch I, that. That show. sounds really just, um, that's either going to be a very, very, very good show or a very, very, very terrible show. And I, I don't know what, which one. Well, you could definitely put it on to go to sleep because I don't think the voice would, the <laughs> yeah. would change at all. <laughs> that monotone type, just yeah, dragging yeah. Me out at another time. Yeah. Don't right, well, like, as long as I can wear a sweatshirt or a, a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about uh, Georgia State here. We actually have some breaking football news that came out just here a couple of hours ago before we uh, started recording. Uh, so, Ryan, you want to get us started with what, uh, since you have your finger on the pulse of Georgia state news. You know, what's going on. What are you talking about? I don't uh, wait. Is this, is this the, um, oh, I don't want to take Tim's thunder. Cause he, he brought it up <laughs> in pre-show, right? <laughs> yeah. Tim, oh. <laughs> you're just trying to, you're trying to, you're trying to give me Tim's thunder. He was the one that brought it up. Come on, man. Uh, no, actually uh, I tweeted out that uh, we would, people could hear our take on this subject tonight. And, uh, hear us surprise Ryan with the news because he has no idea about it, most likely. What happened? <laughs> go, Tim, you can go ahead and run with it. Uh, we had a linebacker enter the transfer portal, Ryan. A uh, linebacker? You're saying, uh, like, it's just some random third-string linebacker? Uh, I linebacker. knew this. I knew this news. You jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> Starting linebacker, obviously, offensive. Um, what's his last name? Strathton? Strong. Yeah. Strong. Okay. Cool. I didn't know how to pronounce it either. That's. I didn't yeah. either. All right. So yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I actually did text Ben before we went on here. Like, how do I pronounce his name? Is it uh, Strachan? Is it like, wrong? Oh, because we're known for pronunciating, right? On this program. <laughs> well, if I've not butchered your name, then uh, you've not been doing well enough on the field, I guess. Way, Jamiest. I mean, we're... <laughs> I still stand by Jamiest is the best name, but yeah. I so for a bit. 
the FBS sack leader, like all of FBS, the sack leader, Jordan Strawn, is leaving the program in the transfer portal. And it's got like some tomfoolery all over it. Yeah, I'm sure some SEC team has nudged him and said, hey, what's going on? You want to come here? Yeah, he's going to – yeah, I, I don't know if it's uh, if it's out there yet, but uh, I think that he is going to a close-by SEC school. So, Oh, boy. Yeah, not, not in this state, however. Oh, uh, okay. okay. All right. But uh, in a fertile recruiting ground of our program at least – South Carolina. I think he's going to South Carolina. What? Uh, South Carolina is taking one of our people? And, and Jordan's actually he's from Georgia. And, and, wow. And Jordan is actually from Georgia. So we're actually That's getting crazy. Like, guys we recruited from this state. Why would you leave Georgia State to go to South Carolina? Like all the SEC schools to go to? I mean, I know there's a, there's a couple other ones that I would probably scoff at, but like South Carolina, what are you going to do there? What do you, I mean, what are you going to do? Is, his value has never been higher as a college player than it is right now being the FBS leader out of a G five program. I think that if he has aspirations to go to the NFL, which I mean, so many of these guys do, he's got to go and take that opportunity. I, I don't blame him. If you can get into I don't, I don't think school, you have to go. I, I, I don't think you have to go at all. He's the, you yeah. know, the number one, what, what is he? Number one in sacks or something? Yeah. 10 and a half sacks. Yeah. Season. But I hear what you're saying. He's going to go anyway. He can get into the NFL, you know, by playing for Georgia state, no doubt about it. But if you want a chance to, you know, get, put that draft stock as high as possible, you want to be seen by as many people as possible uh, throughout the season. So I get it. I I don't like it, and I think that this is you're going to see a lot more of this happen to G five programs because of the the new rule of not having not having to sit out a season. So the, the the underhand part about it, you can't get away from. I'm sure that he was not actively looking to leave until he was, you know, hint, hint, nudge, nudge. If you enter the portal, we will take you, which is kind of dirty and underhanded, but it's going to happen. There's no way that you can prove it. It's not, or that it is right. or whatever. So, um, I mean, I hate it for us. I hate it for the other G fives. I get it. You know, congratulations to him. He's still going to, I agree with Ryan. He could have gotten the NFL staying here. He actually might be hurting his NFL chances because his production at South Carolina might drop, you know? True. It could, it could very well drop. I mean, and like you said, being on, uh, you know, South Carolina of all SMT teams, it's not going to be the, the best, but you, you see these P5 program kids getting drafted in the top 10 every year and you want to be one of those guys because there's a big difference if you're drafted in the t- drafted in the top 10 i'm not saying that jordan will i have no idea about where he would go but if you're looking at the top 10 versus like you know even the second round there's millions of dollars you've lost just in the first year but the nfl nfl scouts are smart enough to know uh what a good recruit is no matter where they're coming from you have number one draft picks coming out of what central michigan a couple years back and a couple of other small schools I don't think it matters in 2021, like what school you're going, what school you're coming from. They know, they know skill. They know what they're looking for, and they're right. going to get it. So get the combine, and everything I don't think, I don't think, I, I don't think that matters. It shouldn't matter, and I agree with you. But I think it's kind of hard to argue that same logic to you know, a, you know, a 19, 20 year old kid. I've got no idea how old he is. Well, South Carolina's got bag men too, so don't forget about that. They do, and uh, I don't know what the. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the the co-eds are like at South Carolina, but in comparison to Georgia State, but yeah, all that kind of stuff plays into a guy. You know, you feel like you can be a, a big man on a bigger campus type thing. I don't know. I there's no reason why he should have left. He could have been successful here. I agree completely. But until Georgia State is you know 
a dominant team in the Sun Belt. I think you're going to see stuff like this happen. And it's going to happen to the dominant teams as well. I mean, we've already talked about uh, how the, I mean, I don't want to say dominant with Coastal. They've had this one season. But talk, there was talk of their, of their quarterback getting plucked up by somebody after this uh, hell of a year they had. So you're going to see stuff like that happen more and more, but it sucks. But yeah. We do play South Carolina. We play South Carolina in two years. We will face off against him unless he goes pro before then. But I think he, I think he has to play two more years before he's eligible to to go into the draft. So we'll see him in two years up in in Columbia. Maybe and remind me of that headline. Remind me if uh, remind me of that headline in two years because I'll forget that he was here. Yeah. Hey, hey, David, I, I got you on that, man. I, I will definitely remember that. Put that in reminder. Your to do. Uh, speaking of South Carolina and playing them, not really. I wasn't going to bring this up ex- other than this, but uh, Western Kentucky's defensive coordinator uh, left to go to South Carolina for the same job. So, you know, after our performance against Western Kentucky in the the bowl game, I'm like looking forward to that 2022 matchup at the against the Gamecocks. Wasn't everybody making fun of their defense this year? Didn't everybody say their defense like sucked the yeah. whole year? Or were they making like jokes about how ineffective the offense was? I feel like the offense was the big butt of the joke for. for oh Washington. yeah, I think it's I. Ha- I think I have it reversed, but I think I have it reversed because in our game they both sucked. So. <laughs> well, no, they they didn't suck. We just overpowered them completely. We're just that good, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They had a complete game of sucking. <clears throat> yeah, uh, Coach Elliott, from what I hear, also is. Uh, pretty livid about Jordan taking off and understandably. So, I mean, you've got a dominant player like that on the team. It's going to suck losing yeah. that power. So yeah. I wasn't thinking we lose anyone. I don't know. I was thinking like some of the upper echelon teams in the Sun Belt would lose some players. I think it would be okay this year, you know, maybe next year if someone shows more flashes or he had another fantastic outstanding season that he might go, but yeah, yeah I, I would It'd been great if he would have stuck around and continued this kind of dominant performance. We may have had our first, you know, first round draft pick coming out of Georgia State as a as a defensive player when, we're, when we've been bemoaning our defense for the past four years. Not this year, though. <clears throat> but that might have been difficult. They pulled it together in the end. Let's just ignore the uh, Arkansas State and the Coastal games. Mm, yeah, let's ignore them. Uh, that's so all. They're outliers. So yeah. there's that. That's all I got for football. Um, I, I wasn't. I wasn't even going to talk about football at all until that news mm-hmm. came out earlier today or this this evening. Uh, what I want to talk about is how bummed out I was on Friday morning when we found out that once again hit by the COVID bug and the basketball team was not going to be able to to play at Troy. Um, Did anybody test positive, or was it all contact tracing? I do not know. I don't. Oh, okay. I don't know if anything has even come out about what happened or how serious it was. Uh, and we still have no clue about what the game is going to happen. Like on this weekend with coastal, whether or not right. going to happen. Uh, I think it was supposed to hear something Thursday or Friday about that, but uh, I was bummed. I mean, like, so I guess I got my, my hopes up that everything was good again in the sports world, at least considering that, yeah, we had that Charlotte mix up at the beginning of the season. We find out that was just a mistake and we played our entire season no real problems uh, there. And I was just looking forward to another Georgia state game to watch games to watch on Friday and Saturday. I was bummed. It, it really brought me down. I was, I was just moping around the house on Friday and Saturday. It brought me down. Cause I didn't know it for a while. I wasn't, I was like 
some marathon meeting at work and then all of a sudden i like look up and i see that we're, our games are canceled i'm like damn it i was looking yeah. forward to that I was, I was gonna stop working so i could watch our game <laughs> and then then we had just had to end up working all night long but. now our super secret athletic site did post that it was <laughs> multiple COVID 19 positive test results impacting our school but our school individuals on the team yeah well, including it's- student athletes coaches and support staff so if that's the case, then it could be very possible that, you know, you know, based off how many days they've got to wait for something that unless there's a couple of negative tests between then and this Friday, that we could be missing out on another set of games this weekend. But I'm going to go into it believing that we're playing we're hosting Coastal. I'm just going to I prefer to be more positive about everything. I don't want to be negative about it. Being negative about it is going to ruin my week. And I'm going to be positive. That we're playing Coastal and look forward to that. And everything. It does, yeah, it does say that activities are paused for a minimum of seven days, for and those affected will remain in isolation. So, it, you know, seven days is obviously Thursday. So we'll see what they say. Hopefully, we're playing. Fingers crossed. Hopefully, we're but what I'm actually kind of also curious about is, do we make up these Troy games? We've got a pretty tight conference schedule, and we're playing basically every Friday and Saturday. Um, we did talk about that a little bit over text, right? I mean. Right. So, and I have a new idea. So originally I said, when we were talking, we just could play like a Monday. I mean, Troy, out of all the teams for us to have to not be able to go to and play, Troy is the easiest one for us to try to make something up. That's a day trip. I mean, you know, you could go down there easily. You go there, there and back on both Friday and Saturday, if you want, or whatever. I was thinking maybe a Monday or Tuesday. That's only, that's four games and five days. But I also had another idea. We do play Troy back here later on in the season and maybe we reschedule those games and these two games to kind of move them in the middle of the week. So, uh, you know, coming out of our, I think it's, it's, it's the Southern game we have there. So maybe wait a couple of days to kind of, you know, fresh legs. And then we, we do the, the Troy games a couple of days off and then we play the the games here against Troy and a few more days off to go on to whoever we have next in the series. It means we're moving home games and they're, they've already moved home games, but I'd be okay with that if it gives the guys a little bit more time for their legs to get fresh and be cool with everything. So you're thinking like a Tuesday, Wednesday, off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, something like that. Yeah. So they finish up with Southern on Saturday. So you have Sunday off, Monday off, have a Tuesday, Wednesday, and then just do something similar later in the season, later in the week. Just make it wacky, man. Do a double header. Just <laughs> <laughs> I think coaches agree to have like we won't play any bench players in the first game, and we'll play only bench players in the second game. <laughs> eight a.m., eight p.m., eight a.m. to ten a.m., eight p.m. to ten p.m. Do it. I love it. I love it. I'm in. Let's go for it. <laughs> get get that get that Coach Lanier on the on the line here. Make it happen. I'm sure he's again. I, I'm I'm curious what he's thinking. Like, how do we schedule this? How do we make this up? Um, well, I can see the ladies are making up their series with Troy. Um, that's exactly what I was about to say. I looking on the website today, I saw that yeah, women who'd missed their games uh, last week and two weeks ago, the first against uh, uh, Troy, or I guess it's past week against Troy, whatever. They're doing it, but they're doing what four games in six days. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be brutal. But at least if they're if the women's games are making up, why wouldn't the men's try to do the exact same thing? Yeah, obviously they're going to have to work with Troy to figure out 
you know, when they want to actually get this done, right? We're just fortunate that we're talking about a school that's a couple hours away versus Appalachian State or something like that, where we're, it's a much longer trip, harder to get to, where we can make something like that happen. Like, we could literally drive the team down to the game back and forth each day, and it would not be too taxing on anybody. So True. Good point. Yeah. Uh, so that was a bummer. We got um, Coastal Carolina Part oh. 2 coming up this Friday and Saturday, which I believe is going to happen. I really need it to happen. I need it to happen. <laughs> Has I do, there been but... any kind of indication on social media or otherwise? Just questions <laughs> being asked. Like, you know, oh, like, okay. how soon are we going to be able to, to know something? And I think the word is Thursday or Friday that uh, before we know anything. Right uh, I think I need it to happen, but it's our first home games, and I can't even go to them. It's a so, must-need game for you, David. Why can't you go? Uh, my wife's birthday is Saturday. Take her. <laughs> well, I only have one ticket, so no, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> if I had more tickets, I'd be better off if I volunteered to go to the game with the kids to give her some time just to hang out at home by herself. Look, bring she, her, sit with Mac beside on the sideline, and you are – courtside and then you um, just like let her sit in your seat she would be on her phone the entire time uh playing games or just like messaging people about how little she wants to be there she just uh, it's not that she has anything against the men's basketball team or basketball team she just doesn't enjoy watching basketball she, she i get it no i get it i totally her. understand so it's just a, it's bad timing I, I blame the sun belt i blame the sun belt because there's no reason why Oh Lord! Here one it comes. team should start with two series at home, back to back, and then the other team start two series away back to back. You know, in this whole weird thing we have going on, not every team can start at home. I get it, but no team should be starting on the road back to back. I think you think about scheduling more than anyone at our school or anyone in the Sun Belt. I do think about scheduling quite because it's, it seems like something so incredibly simple to me. Yeah. You could, there's so many options where you can build things around to make it as balanced as possible for everybody. And yeah. Or, or, and hear me out. You could just fill slots on a schedule randomly and be done with it. I feel like randomly you would have had more teams not going <laughs> up road two times in a row than we had yeah. on belt. It's just, we would get the luck where we're away for eight games in a row or something crazy. Right. Yeah, we had exactly. No, I'm sorry. Just it was random. Sorry, that's the way it happened. We don't have any home games at all. Sorry, it's the way it happened. <laughs> well, the slots would be assigned home and away. All right, come on. Yeah. Your home games are away. Sorry, guys. I don't know, stuff like that. I guess maybe it bothered me more than it should, but it really does irk me. Like, especially like you know, like NFL schedules come out, and you'll have like one team has three away games uh, streaks in a row or uh, stretches in a row. I'm like, who thought of this? I know that with. College football, it's a little bit different because the school's able to make up four of those schedules for those games, and then the conference does the rest. It's like the conference still finds a way to screw it up. Most of the Sunbelt schools get all their out-of-conference games in the first four weeks, so it's really like you've got an open you know, palette to do the whole schedule. Still, the Sunbelt finds a way to mess everything up. Like, oh, cool, you're playing Alabama uh, one week, cool. We'll give you the toughest one of the toughest teams in the uh, in the conference to play the very next week. No, no time off. Don't worry about that. I feel like the the conference should be smarter about give, giving the schools the best chance possible to put the best product on the field, and they're not doing that. But then again, the Sun Belt Commissioner is not doing crap for the conference, anyways. 
Right. I mean, I was going to say, I'm sure the Sunbelt Commissioner has his favorites, and I'm sure... Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's a wild accusation. Just like the there. SEC has their favorites. Maybe. Yeah. No, I would have said, the, I would agree with you with Carl Benson that he had his favorites, absolutely for sure. I think this Keith Gill guy made us be completely inept. He, he may just really not care about any of these teams. Right. I'm just a figurehead. I'm here to cast a check. I'm here to um, to to build my resume for my next gig, and that that sinks a lot of people. Where they get into that attitude, and then they kind of suck at their jobs, so did they you, don't get hired. <laughs> did you know the name of the commissioner was was Keith Gill before I said it? Uh, I mean, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Either did I. I actually. It sounds, it sounds familiar. I mean, I heard definitely. <laughs> I've heard the name. I had Probably to look. It up. I knew Carl Benson's name when he came in. Like I knew his name uh, just because he was so. He was a lot more vocal about the conference. You saw him places. He was posting things. His name was just tossed around quite a bit. Keith Gill's been commissioner for, I think this is the second season now. And I literally had no idea what his name was. Wasn't Carl Benson's daughter like a sideline reporter or something too? Was his daughter or some, some like his niece or something? I think that sounds familiar, yeah. That that sounds right. sounds right. But there's been some criticism online on social media about how not vocal the Sun Belt as a conference has been, and Keith Gill specifically, uh, the guys just – so Carl Benson may have been inept, but I think Keith Gill is just lazy. Yeah. I think there was some uh, pushback online about him making comments like we're separate from the P5, basically. It's like, ooh, don't say that. No yeah. G5 school likes that. Like I said, he probably just doesn't care. Yeah, he, probably, refer- you know, he sees he refer- us as less than. He referred to our division – like G5's division of football. No, it's don't, don't make it a thing, you know? Like if, if Saban wants to say that, let him say it all day long. He's earned the right to establish himself as, you know, in that program and the P5s is better. The G5 program should never refer to themselves as a different division of football. That, well, Saban's team is a cut above even. He's like the, you know, the there's a G5 and then there's like the A1. Yeah. You know? That's what they need to do. They need to create an A1 conference. It's just Alabama by <laughs> themselves. <laughs> well, that's what I said before. You, you've got to just put, put Bama in the conference championship. Let everybody else try to play in. <laughs> Who is the sacrificial lamb this year? Yeah, there's a there's a, uh, there's a 16 or 17 team playoff. 16 teams figure out who's going to play the 17th team, which is Bama. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, so about the game this week, um, you know, this is what gave me one. After going one and one in the first series, this is, this is the series we wanted to, to see again. We want to get our guys back, hopefully. Sosa, me, and Toppin's back in there. Hopefully all the players are healthy and can play. Uh, I think this could be a completely different game. They won their last two games. They played last week, and they won both of theirs against whoever the – whatever crappy Sunbelt school they played against. And, um yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to us having like an epic beatdown of the the Sea Chickens in the sports arena. I mean, we need to uh, we need to make the ESPN basketball power index right. It it predicts us to win like 75 percent the first two games and these games. We have to we have to back it up, man. We got to beat the Sea Chicken. Yeah, we got to we got to make sure their math is right. You know, make sure, show that they know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> we're, we're doing this for you, ESPN. We want to we want to prove that you're right. It's nothing to do about our program. We just want to make sure that you're right. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I, there's not a lot to say about the game. You know, we played them a couple weeks ago. We're down a couple guys. We're playing them again. Hopefully, we have we're healthy. Hopefully, we're playing them again. But 
I don't know. We'll, we all know what we saw two weeks ago. More of that. Hopefully, a better performance on our side. But I, I am predicting if we if these games happen, and we have uh, Sosami back and Toppins, it's going to be a completely different game than we saw in Conway. I think it's going to be one of those fun games where Norm is posting everything on Panther Pride, like every single screen capture, every single <laughs> tweet, everything's me blowing up on that page. A bunch of messages without any context. What a shot! <laughs> <laughs> that and uh the cover photo will probably change like six times over the course well it'll be yeah. it'll be that weird thing on his phone that app that like uh that features the team who lost or whatever what are you posting dude it's like it says like you know troy or whatever no tires it's like wait what yeah what do you what app are you using ever if you don't know what we're talking about, the uh, Panther Pride Facebook group run by Norm, uh, one of the biggest Panther fans that I've come across. Oh, yeah. So yeah, uh, it's guy. definitely worth joining. Uh, he, we did how many months of no Georgia State sports on the podcast and somehow, some way managed to have something to talk about Georgia State related. Every single day he has four or five things. He finds something to talk about about Georgia State every single day. So it's a... Uh, it's a good source for Panther fans. Yeah. I'm curious if we can reproduce that Saturday game with Sosa May in the lineup. You know, as much as the team brought on that Saturday, like that could be a blowout if you could have that kind of performance adding in that talent. Yes. Well, that's exactly what I'm saying. I want to see us go up 14 early and never and then go up 28. Never look back. Never look back. Like the, the, the games never uh, uh, below double digits from that point on. Like that's that's the kind of games I'm expecting on Friday and Saturday out of this team. It's the kind of team that all the little numbers you know support. Like looking at the RPI and the net, they both have a, <laughs> all they, they the have, little all the little numbers. All the little numbers. <laughs> all the little numbers. Well, our number is so little. Like the, the what is it? The, um, the RPI has our number is eight. We're, this makes no sense to me at all. The rankings have Georgia State RPI eight in the nation. Is that good, right? Out that of three hundred and billion teams, whatever it is, yeah. The, what does R What does RPI stand for? Really, percentage integers. Ratings <laughs> <laughs> percentage yeah. index. I don't know. What is I mean, is that the the ranking? Is that what that is? Are we we're number eight in the country? Uh, RPI is uh, a metric that was uh, used for a lot of stuff before. And now they use the net ranking, which is a new formula for stuff. And in the net ranking, we dropped to 68 in that one. But even then... Well, that sounds more accurate. And that's fine. What I look at the two, <laughs> what I look at the two rankings at is where they rank us in conference and, and how that uh, compares, you know, how we compare to our other peers or conference mates uh, on the net, and the, on the scores, whatever I'm talking about. I, anyway, both of them have us the best by far in the conference. Oh yeah, I thought uh, you guys sent a screenshot that had one of those uh, non-football schools ranked a little higher. Tim, I thought you you sent something. Yeah, Little Little Rock is ranked. Little Rock, Little Rock is ranked. Uh, so we're eighth in RPI. Little Rock's ranked ninety fourth in RPI, and then um, that's a huge difference. How are we eight? I don't. I, I'm not understanding that. I don't understand either. And actually, the spot I went to uh, the real time RPI or whatever it was, they don't even have all of our games in there. Like they don't have are two um they have our schedule weird i think it had us as five and two with no sunbelt games played 
I'm like, well, we have two losses, but one of those is a Sunbelt guy. Whatever. Maybe they just gave up on the season. They were like, COVID. I looked and looked to make sure it was we we're actually looking at this year's numbers. This <laughs> George State's eight. Yeah, I looked at it too uh, multiple times. I'm like, this is wrong. <laughs> it's weird. The, yeah, that's weird. But on the net rankings, they still have Georgia State uh, first in conference at 68, and then uh, Little Rock's 135. Big drop off. Coastal's technically second at 115. Still a drop off. Like the only thing they have uh, consistent to the rankings is Georgia State's number one, and then you've got like Arkansas State, Monroe, and somebody Georgia Southern is like just the worst teams. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm down with that. They do. They have us number eight. That's crazy, man. I had to check because I didn't believe you. Well, I mean, you were like, what, number two at one point? <laughs> I was like, something's broken. Like, the internet broke. RPI is broken. There's a glitch in the matrix. Do we have like a plus 1,000 on our rating? Maybe it's the crazy score against Tech. I mean, and Tech's been doing a little bit better. I didn't go back and look and see what their season's like, but they have been actually getting some wins out there. So that's great for us, and I guess it's great for Mercer, but screw those guys. Yeah, I think what I sent to the the group text, I think, was uh, Joe Lenardi's predictions. Obviously, they mean nothing in January, but he's got Little Rock entering the tournament. And, you know, Joe Lenardi has this historical, magical, he's always right, like 98% of the time when they do the selection show. Yeah, but when you're in a one-bid league. But we don't matter. When you're in a one-bid conference like we're in – all that really means is this is the placeholder for whichever team wins the conference. And I mean, he can think that little rock's going to win, but really we know that's not the case. We know Georgia state's going to win the whole thing. So I look at that and I see who they have the Sunbelt team against. And I think, oh, okay, they have Georgia state playing uh, Kansas or Michigan, Kansas. I thought one last saw was, I guess, uh, little rock playing Kansas. But right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it doesn't mean anything, obviously, but it's nice to have them think we're gonna win, right? Yeah, well, it's just like whatever Sunbelt team he saw win last this past weekend is the one he put on there. And I can see us dropping because we were predicted to be we were that slotted in SBC team for the longest time, then we don't play two games, so yeah, I get it. You know, they haven't played games, you know, if you don't play games, you can't play for a championship, said no Ohio State fan ever, so. I was about to say, and yeah, you can because pretty much everyone in the Sun Belt gets into the tournament, right? Like everyone but the worst two teams. I think it's everyone. everyone. It's everyone now. I, I, I think some people missed it uh, in the past, but have they expanded it to everyone? Yeah, I think it was eight. The top eight teams made it previously, and now right. because of this, I think they're putting in everybody because of like these missed games. They want everybody. They don't want someone to miss out on a conference championship uh, chance because they didn't play, you know, a few uh, as many games as another team did. The problem with that is if you're really trying to be safe about this whole COVID stuff, which is a completely different conversation to have, it's like, why are you sending 12 teams to all go hang out with each other versus the top eight, six, four, whatever it may be. I still think they're doing the regional thing. Like you, the people hire seats host until you whittle it down. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I think the first, at least the first round is. uh, Yeah. They're I limiting think. the travel. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Right. Yeah. Well, that, everyone's in. It's a big party, right? Everyone has, everyone has a chance. Everyone can win. Anyone. The, the regular season now literally means absolutely nothing. You still get buys? First, second round buys? Our buys, yeah. All yeah. right. So you do want to kind of get in the top two of the East and the West, I think. Yeah. And they really get buys. 
and we're we're playing by division schedules, but once we do the tournament, the divisions get wiped away, right? Then we look at the the best like one and two is comes from the best of east, best of the west. But everything else after that is just kind of a hodgepodge. You could have three teams, two, three, or three, four, five, and then from all from one division or something like that, right? No, I think they're still keeping it east and west. Like, they're, gonna two, they're, they're gonna have two separate brackets. I, I felt like I remember uh, seeing a lot of stuff they were talking talking about this uh, schedule was that uh, you would see teams you would see teams in the conference teams plural you would see teams in the conference that you had never seen before. Well, if they're going to keep the brackets east and west, then I'm only going to see one team that I've never seen before. Maybe, and that's gonna, and that's going to be the championship game. They're mixing it together, but it's the top like three seed west plays sixteen east. And actually, I take that back. They're changing this. It is all in Pensacola. They're splitting it between the Bay Center Arena and Pensacola State College. So it is a big party. Let's put all the teams down there. They won't party at all whatsoever. Pensacola, spring break. Let's do it. Let's go. Woo! I'm in. I'm in. I, I have not gotten permission from my wife whatsoever at all, but I'm in. I'm going. Yeah, all right. We're going uh, in March, right? Didn't I'm- I say that? I'm probably not going. I'm probably not going. No, we're going, man. We're in. I'll come pick you up. David, you promised last March. Sorry. It's been written. Well, yeah, I thought the world would be in a different state <laughs> than we are right now. Yeah, Florida. Yeah, the game. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so uh, Ryan, I know the answer to the question. You're not going to the games this weekend. Tim, are you going to make an effort to make it down to Sports Arena? Uh, might be selling my tickets. I don't know. You know we'll see. All right, John Weaver is driving us to um, – Panama or Pensacola, Panama. Pensacola. You said spring break in Panama is now. That'll be us in the back seat. All right. Uh, John, as long as you're good with people having roadies in the back of your car, I know you just said I'm in too. You didn't actually say you were driving us. What? Oh, yeah. to mean that you're driving us. Oh, no, no. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, We've exactly. nominated you to drive. Thank you. <laughs> now, I'll bring a cheese board. We'll be sitting there in the back of a car. The, Wooden block and trying to cut cheese. John knows, man. We did it in the buses. Oh yeah, I, 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 I we had a whole charcuterie situation going. That's, that's I not fancy. I saw somebody put on um, some social media, whatever, that a a lunchable is just a children's charcuterie board. Oh my god! Did you see the 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 reverse though, where they where he like took the board out and was like making it fancy. Exactly. <laughs> Laying lay all the pieces of meat and cheese and crackers out. And everything. Yeah, yeah. I saw it. <laughs> it's an adult lunchable. A charcuterie yeah. board is an adult lunchable. Yeah, see, I, don't, I don't have original jokes. I just steal things from the internet. That's fine. So, if they're good and no one else saw them, but like I saw that one. So I just need to stop admitting that I'm doing that and let people think that I'm originally funny. Yeah, totally. I mean, I know that regular season doesn't matter, but I'd like to be a one or two seed so we get at least one day off. I want to be one. There's no one or two. I want to be one. I want to win the East. I want to, and, and I want to have the best record in all of the Sun Belt going into it. I want to be the de facto regular season champion. So I guess how they, I mean, they're probably going to give someone the regular season champion, right? They'll have to for the NIT, but at least the NIT would have to accept, like, just acknowledge someone. It's the Sun Belt. Whoever's number one in each division will be co-champions. Exactly. Well, they. I think the um, the 
the college ball playoffs, they just acknowledged Coastal as the Sun Belt champion for for their stats and numbers and everything, their placings. They just acknowledged Coastal was for, uh, the Sun Belt champion, even though the conference acknowledges two teams as co-champions. But well, the conference is wrong too. Um, maybe even more wrong than them for acknowledging Coastal. Agreed. Because Coastal is the highest ranked uh, at the end. And I mean, it does suck, but maybe we just don't have a champion this year. Maybe you guys should have played the game. Uh, honestly, what should have happened is uh, App State should have headed to Lafayette to play that game. Well, this what should have happened is App State's the champion already by default because they were champion last year. <laughs> yes, no one is uh, the last team to win a Sun Belt football championship. And they happened. agree with you. Yeah. yeah, they're the reigning champions, and that's that. Because yeah, yeah. Sun Belt's stupid and didn't play a game. <clears throat> They, they could not let their little darling of the conference, Coastal, you know, get ignored or pushed down by another team playing that championship game. They wanted Coastal to go out of the season, staying ranked. And then the AP polls came out, the, the final season polls, and uh, Lafayette and Coastal in the season in the top 25. Did yay, they? Yay for them. And I think App State is like the the fake 26 because they're the highest re- also receiving votes. Ah. Uh. <clears throat> so whatever cool yeah um so there was a few other basketball games last week uh I mean, arkansas state and texas state didn't play because of covid uh southern lost their two games to their one and only rival app which is great <laughs> and the only other game that i it's worth talking about is what happened in lafayette uh did you see this did you guys see this that's some shit yeah, some what home happened in Lafayette? No, I don't know. Some home cooking in Lafayette. They turned, they turned the lights off before the game was over when, uh, who was it, Little Rock? Little Rock was going for the game tie, game win shot, and the lights go off in the, uh, the arena. I say lights go off. It was effectively like when we light it blue. Light it red, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty much lighting it red is what it was. But they did – Just was it, was it six or seven seconds that were like left? seven left seconds off? left, the lights went red, <laughs> and it yeah, got right, dark. Right, at, right, right as they're making their shot, getting in place to get that either that three-pointer for the win or the two-pointer for the, the tie, right as they're getting in the, set up for that, lights go red. They do come back a couple of seconds later, take the shot, it bounces out, game over. Understandably, Little Rock head coach is livid. Rest are like, what do you want us to do? Like, it's the Sun Belt. What? Yeah. Your job, preferably, but uh, yeah. So, so they just let that stand. Like they just it they didn't just, even stop the clock. They let it go. The whole thing. That's insane. <laughs> so the Sun Belt did actually make a, a statement for once. The Sun Belt actually p- uh, said something. Did they say oopsie. They admitted that the, the refs were wrong. They admitted that there was a an officiating. Well, did error. they find them? Because you're not allowed to say that. Do we pay our refs? I don't know. No, did they find the Sun Belt for saying that? Because I don't think your teams are allowed to say it. Like, your coach can't say that, I don't think. Right. Yeah, They're no, the, the, the Sun Belt Conference said it. So, um, they should find them. Find themselves. You're yeah, not they allowed should. to talk smack about refs, man. The refs are never wrong. I, the thing is, I think, Tim, you may even post this on social media somewhere. I but I saw uh, that. What are you going to do, though? So, you're going to have, you're going to give the ball to Little Rock with that five or six seconds left. Out of bounds. Out of bounds to inbound. And now they've, they're in a different position than they were. They're getting penalized. Regardless, they're getting penalized for what happened wrong by Lafayette. I think you give them two free throws. A technical Ooh, foul? A technical foul on Little Rock? Yeah. Well, if you can get a technical foul on the coach for standing on the on the floor, then yeah. Why, why couldn't you get a technical foul to the arena? It's a pretty insane, like, 
yeah, it's a pretty insane. Um, what was it called? I don't know what it's called, but like when somebody who's not in the game steps into the game, that's what that is. Like when our cheerleader got kicked out of the game, and Hell, uh, that was awesome. Steve, that was awesome. Officials that turn the lights on and off, it's got to be someone employed by the university. Yeah, I didn't even think of that, Ryan. You're right, that should have been a technical foul on um facilities. Yep. Guys, I just had my finger on the button. I thought seven meant zero. Honestly, he probably is somebody probably just bumped into the button and did something stupid. It probably was a mistake. It's fine, but like it doesn't matter. You change the outcome of the game. Like maybe, probably. You don't know. I mean, that's messed, up. that's messed up. Yeah, it is very messed up. And and also, if you went to social media, as you would expect, that trash from uh, Louisiana from Lafayette, Louisiana are boasting their chest. They're beating their chest about the whole thing. They're boasting about how they won the game. Like they're proud of it. Like th- there was no like, man, that sucked. I, I really think that it went wrong. Like I wish the game could have been on the up and up, but no, I like, wish we won it for real. <laughs> yeah. They were like, yeah, beating their chest thinking they're, they're badasses for the whole thing. But little rock came back and beat this not at it. Well, no, nah, they won an overtime on Saturday. Yeah. Was it over? Was it really overtime? 78, yeah. 76 was an overtime score. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Sunbelt. Split it. I don't know. We got to get. We got to get out of this conference. We need to be in a legit conference. This is garbage. Dumb. Uh. So that's up from last week. Uh. Nothing really. I don't care about other teams this week. Nothing really is fun. We didn't play. It doesn't count. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm, talking about the, I'm talking about the other Sunbelt games this week. We didn't play; it doesn't count. <laughs> oh, this coming week. I was trying to the, the, the oh this <laughs> we don't even know yet. I don't know. Well, we don't care because screw them anyways. Um, so as the standings are right now, since it's broken up by divisions, we're still like we're tied for third place with Troy right now. But I mean, out of five teams, <laughs> we're number three. <laughs> And Coastal and Aff are tied for first, of course, because Coastal's having the best athletics year of any program ever. <laughs> Coastal. Mm. So who are you dropping from our division since we only have five teams now? Who do we drop? Uh, Troy went to. No, oh, you're, you're probably dropping jumpers. No, we no, we got. Uh, oh, we have six. We have six. We do have six. Yeah. Sorry. Guess, uh, you, you're you're have- just omitting Southern, which I completely understand usa got added to the east because of the west having to pick up the basketball schools right yeah sorry six I've, it's it's hard because i've you know we have two teams tied for first two teams tied for third and two teams tied for fifth so i saw five forgive me i'm sorry you're you right bonus points for covid cancellations i mean if you get i don't know i'm trying to think of some joke about turning the lights off but i, I got nothing uh, David, next time get it right. That's all. I'm I'm not good at what I do. It's okay. So uh, that's all I got with basketball. Uh, other sports, um, women's basketball still has not played a conference game yet. They they were on the COVID protocols the past two weeks. They should be clear the rest of the season now, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I guess they still make the tournament, right? It's still good to go to the tournament because all twelve teams. Um, but they, they did reschedule the Troy series. They've not rescheduled the Coastal, or sorry, they have Coastal this week. I don't know. I don't know who the first team was. I guess it would have Coastal. They've got to reschedule Coastal as well. Right. So, uh, good luck to them. Hopefully, they can play this week. Uh, one thing that's kind of cool 
I saw they came out, I think it was today or yesterday. They're going to acknowledge it's the 20th and the 30th anniversary of our first teams to ever make it to the NCAA tournament. Um, the 91 team and the 2001 teams. So they're going to do a little recognition at the, at the sports arena for the, uh, for those two, those three teams, technically two men's team and one women's team. So we kind of cool. I think, I think it's that the, uh, Women's team will be February 13th at the Georgia Southern game. And then the uh, uh, men's team will be acknowledged February 20th at one of the Troy games. So maybe they can't move those Troy games around. Mm-hmm. They don't want to move it around. But maybe we can find some people that went to those games to come on and talk about what it was like. Was in, been there? In Idaho, watching Georgia State beat Wisconsin, I think. Wisconsin, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we actually have another sport playing this week besides basketball. Women's track has a meet in uh, UAB. I feel like there's whenever I look at the track stuff, it's always at UAB or at, in Tennessee somewhere. There's a lot of meetings, meets or whatever they call them over there. So best of luck to the ladies over there. And that's all I got till last call, guys. What else you got? Nothing. Don't all I, well, I had that other thing to talk about, but I didn't know if you want to talk about it in last call or here because you're the host, and I just I just follow your cues, man. Cool, cool. I guess we can talk about it in last call then. Sweet. <laughs> uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, hopefully, next week we do have some basketball games to have talked about, uh, and really hope that we're going to head on over to uh, to last call, drink some more, talk a little more Georgia State, and and whatever else at all. Uh, that'll be available. Free of charge Friday morning uh, on our Patreon page, stateofatlanta.com slash Patreon. You can subscribe. There's a way to subscribe to the feed on your, on your podcast app, so you don't have to go look for it every time. If you are a Patreon member, a patron, uh, you can get it for us uh, immediately when it comes out uh, tomorrow morning or this morning, whatever. Only three bucks to subscribe a month. Please consider doing so so we can help work on the show and get a little a few more things on here, like better hosts. So. Ouch. Well, one host. I was thinking like bar. There we go. Wow. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Really, really appreciate it. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye, y'all. Peace. That's it for us this week. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com slash State of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much and go Panthers.